è un film che era perduto e poi come nelle leggende come nella Bibbia è stato ritrovato it's a film that was lost and then as happens in legends and in the Bible it was found again <laughs> you all painted up for crackhead huh <laughs> Halloween ain't so much Ciao, Bella. Ciao. Ciao. Hello, hello. I'm Scott, and that beautiful woman over there is Joe. Oh, stop. And we are just another movie night, and today we are doing before and after reviews in a in a way. Today we are doing the Dario Argento. What is this one called? It's called Dark Glasses, Dark and um, glasses. it's from it's from 2022. It's his newest movie. Yeah. So we watch this what on Shutter? Yeah, it's a Shutter exclusive. Okay, well, naturally, I was excited about this one because mm. um, I like Argento. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, oh, okay, he's got something new. This is gonna be good. Since we just watched it, and we really didn't get to record it before, right? Let's talk about how we feel about Argento. Okay. You start, my love. That oh, was me I get to throwing start. It to you. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I know that. You're not the greatest oh, don't say that. fan of him. You always throw me under the bus like that. Okay, well, let me just tell you then how I feel about Dario Argento. I like his movies. I, I am a fan of, you know, most of the ones I've seen I thought were decent. You know, I like, I like, I'm a big fan of Suspiria. I like Tenebrae. I mean, I've I've seen, you know, we've seen Deep Red. We, we've seen a lot of his movies and they, and I... I don't know. I I like watching them. I like watching Dario Argento movies. Okay, so what you're saying is that <laughs> if there is a percentage of what you like and don't like, you're saying that you're in the seventy percent or the sixty percent um, enjoyment of his movies, or would you say that maybe the ratio is more middling? Because okay. the way you said um, it made me think it was flipping. Well, we haven't seen all of his films so i really don't i can't say a percentage but of what of we, have we have seen, seen. um all right I'll, I'll say that it's it's 50 50. okay well see there that's because what know, you said it was because we just we have watched a couple of his movies that weren't that wonderful oh yes um <laughs> but i i do i do like watching his movies and um i do sometimes appreciate his directing style Oh, without, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, you you started out by saying that I wasn't the biggest fan, but I wouldn't say that's necessarily true. I, okay. I, I do enjoy some of his movies, and I do enjoy when a, we get to see a new one of his that I haven't checked out yet. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really surprised and happy to, to see that he had a new movie coming out. Yeah, but, I mean, me too. But that being said, I will say right off the bat, 
Deep Red, I think, is my favorite of his movies. Yeah. Followed by Suspiria. Um, okay. Tenebrae is 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 there. But after that, we have, like, Phenomenon and, and uh, well, you, Opera and You actually... Some... Per- okay, can we just go back and see what you purchased that DVD? Did you not? Oh, I did, because okay. it is one of the so bad it's good okay, movies I've ever so seen. so you cannot say that that movie is not watchable or not likable in any way because you actually purchased the DVD of Phenomena. Well... You did. I technically got it for free. Okay, well, whatever. You still brought it into our home. Either way. And I will say that on. the one before that that we watched was Dracula 3D. Well, I was just about to bring this up. That was a piece of shit. So, um, yeah. That's the problem with Argento. Is... It's, it's, he's hit or miss. Like some, I mean, most of these that I, I've seen of, of his, I'm looking now, um, you know, they're in the six range. Like, you know, if you had to do like a, a, a round-up number... Um, you know, like I, I gave Tenebrae a seven cause I like it. Um, I'm shocked. Inferno, I gave a six. Suspiria, I put up there at an eight. Um, seven for a deep red. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, the bird with the crystal plumage is a five. Yeah. Um, two evil eyes was a five. So, yeah, and oh. I, I probably was much lower. A lot of those. Movies. Yeah, you probably were. Well, the Stendhal syndrome, we did not care for, oh, so I we gave that, like that a four. Or I did anyway. I don't know what you gave it, but um, then Dracula 3D was a, a three, and I think that was being generous. So yeah. like it's it's you know either it's kind of like hit or miss. So we haven't seen like I said all his movies, but yeah. you know the ones we have seen, it's like you know fifty fifty. Well, you know, what I was gonna say was that. I I do enjoy some of his movies, and I do enjoy somebody who has an eye and films, you know, horror in a new way, and it's like creative, and it it makes you want to watch all of his movies, which is great, and I tend to enjoy that. But that being said, he's also one of those directors who has not transferred into the new type of filmmaking properly. And well, yeah, going he's... digital is obviously a disaster. And it's been a disaster for a lot of brilliant filmmakers. Um, Brian De Palma, you know, is a perfect example of that, where it's these directors, they were so great. And all of a sudden, they couldn't evolve past a certain state. Mm-hmm. And Argento is definitely one of these people. And well, he's 82 years old now, so he's not going to be progressing much in his filmmaking at this uh, point. No, I, I, absolutely not. Um, I'm not really talking about that, though. I'm just talking about watching somebody go from one style of so much creativity mm-hmm. to another style that just seems like, what what happened here? You know what I mean? Like You, you can't. You have to question this. What happened to some of these directors after a certain time? Right. They don't have the style, the creativity anymore. And the ear and the eye doesn't seem to capture the things that they once did. And it always shocks me. And so... That happens a lot, surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. And going into this, I was kind of hoping... Well, after seeing Dracula, I thought, there's no way this is the same filmmaker anymore. Like there's there's something something happened. No, that here. did not feel like Argento no, at all. It almost seemed way. like a joke. I, yeah. I couldn't understand what it was. But 
Um, that's not the first time with him either. But this one, going into this now, I only saw a commercial. We saw a commercial, I think. We saw the uh, trailer for this movie. And I kind of had a hope that this might be something a little more special. Yeah. Because it looked more like uh, something that would be... Like, you could actually relate to the main characters in some way. Like, you know, even if it's just a small fraction, you know, of, like, relatability. You know? Yeah, but, yeah. like, because in all the other movies, you really couldn't relate. It was just, uh, it was too weird. But Yeah, I, he, I, he has that thing where you don't know if it's Jello or not. You don't know. It's right. always, like, this very dreamy aspect. But then a lot of his yeah. newer movies got away from that, and they're really, like, okay, they're a straightforward story. Yeah. And and this is exactly that. This is a straightforward one. That I would say borders on decent. Yeah. And and borders on terrible. It's it's right there in the middle. It's perfectly in the middle for me. Every time there was something really interesting about it, there was also something baffling where we had to stare at each other. Uh one of one of these things to talk about, I know we both agree on, is the music. Yes. So in in this movie <laughs> Um, I think I, I like mentioned to you that it seems like we're in the 1980s and it's um it, it's like one of the night like one of those movies like horror movies from the 1980s that just uses basic random music yeah that has no idea what it what it's trying to do in the scene yeah and in this one he he almost made it like we're listening to techno. It, it, it wasn't even tech. It's like what, just what club it? music. Like club music. Like it, it seemed like club music. Yeah. And and it was really weird because scenes where people were getting murdered, there was like club music playing over yeah. it. Where he once would have used like synth or right. a band like Goblin or somebody amazing that stands out and makes it gives it a vibe. This one's going for club music, and you're you feel like Black Eyed Peas just started playing over someone's murder. Yeah, it was like, bizarre. It, like in the middle this? of of someone getting killed, there's just like dance music. It, it's like, odd. This is this is odd. Um, and then like scenes where it would just be like someone's driving, then the suspenseful music would kick in for no reason. Yeah, it was very bizarre. Yeah. This movie, um, well, I mean, if we didn't say it already, this is about this movie is about a young, um, woman named Diana who lost her vision in an accident and a car accident shit just goes really wrong for her um yeah. after that she's she's a prostitute yeah it's and virtually in argento style we have a killer hunting prostitutes hunting prostitutes and um it's very straightforward there's no um mystery or anything behind it nope. it's just that it, we even see his face. I mean, it's... Yeah, they keep showing him. They keep showing him. There's no mystery whatsoever. Um, there's nothing to think about here. And it's it yeah. seemed to me more like a thriller than a horror movie. Like, it wasn't like there was no psychological issue here. Or, you know, no psychological element at yeah. all. It was just like, okay, that's what you're getting. Um, it was really like a story about a woman who has to suffer with blindness in a, in a traumatic way, you know? And that's the movie. Yeah. Beyond that, it's, it's, it's okay in that yeah. sense. It's, yeah. it's not great. It's not good. It's, it's okay. You know, it's just right out there. There was things about it that I thought were completely silly. And 
We, we, we audibly laughed out loud a lot when we shouldn't have. Oh, yeah. I mean, the scenes where we're not supposed to laugh, we did simply because of how it was so ridiculously filmed. Um, for instance, there's a car crash in, you know, yeah, which I, I mentioned, she got, she lost her sight in a car crash. Um, yeah, and was, the car crash was so over the top and ridiculous. It was like, whoa, is the car like, you know, yeah. is this like Tony Hawk on a skateboard ramp flying <laughs> over? Like, it was just crazy. Um, like scenes like that. And like this woman, the, the, um, character of Diana makes the most ridiculous decisions of all time. She's not very smart. No. At all. She doesn't do anything that would a normal human would do in a situation that she's in. And yet, kind of felt bad for her and, and was worried about her. rooting for her. And yeah. there's also a child in this movie that she kind of teams up with. And I enjoyed them. Yeah, they, they made like a really cute duo um, trying to escape this killer, which is the most... I mean, picture two people who both suffered traumatic things. Like in this car crash, this little boy lost his parents. And it's the same car crash that Diana was blinded in. So they kind of like became, you know, friends and kind of took care of each other. And uh, and they they had a really good dynamic, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, there was there was many scenes where I was like, I feel bad for her. She looks like she's really really suffering. You know, I really do. I, you know, it's funny because they put it in your head in the beginning of the movie that she's not like a good person, you know, because she's uh, a call girl and that's yes. frowned upon, I guess, or whatever. And, you know, she, but she actually was a decent human. She wasn't a bad person. Yeah, she's trying you to, know? she's she, trying her best to make up amends and. Yeah, she's you know, just doing her best. Yeah. But um, I, I didn't, I really just didn't dislike her at all. I didn't dislike the characters in this movie at all. Um, I just felt like it was so bare bones. It was very bare bones. Like it was okay. Yeah. Just tell us in the beginning who the murderer is, and that's exactly pretty much what they did. Yes. And it's not even an hour and a half. It's, it's under an hour. It's an hour and twenty nine minutes. Yeah. So and, and that's with credits and yeah, it, and the credits. opening credits. Just yeah. two sets of credits yeah. in this movie. And um, it was there. I mean, I just wish there was a little element of mystery here because I, I mean, everyone loves mystery. Um, yeah. But it was so bare bones. It's just so cut and dry. And um. You know, it was great to add in two characters that had a really good dynamic together. But then, you know, what's what what was the whole point? You know, it was like, okay, to escape a killer, you know, haven't they been through enough trauma? Yeah, (laughs) really. Can can you give us a little something else, a little some some mystery (laughs) or something like that? I mean, we've already seen the guy's face in the first, you know, what, 20 minutes. Let me let me ask you. Well, let's I would say that maybe we should just throw our our ratings out and then maybe do a little bit of spoiler talk just to knock some of these scenes yeah you go first oh what what i would give it yeah so we do the 10 stars so out of 10 i i think i'm doing a five okay i was also gonna say five because i i'm like at the halfway because i'm i'm i didn't absolutely hate this it's cheesy it's it's got problems it's also like you said bare bones is perfect way of explaining this movie but I don't want to go lower. No. Because I've seen worse. There's no reason to go lower. There's no reason and, to go lower than a five. And I found myself, I mean, the characters in this aren't great. But I found myself kind of worried about them. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? It's doing what it's doing. It's fine. Yeah. So I think a mediocre is fine. A five star is kind of perfect for that. Yeah. I mean, it puts this still in the same, like, 
you know, what would we call it? The percentile of Argento movies. It's still in the sixth percentile. Uh, mine's got to be lower. I would love to okay, see well, my for ratings me, system for him. For but... me personally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, uh, I'm going to give it a five also because okay. I didn't hate it. I did enjoy the the character dynamic. I, I did. So. Yeah. Um, if uh, yeah, if we can get into spoilers, so if you don't want to hear anything about spoilers for this movie, I would stop now. But I'm gonna gonna talk about some cheesiness about this movie. Yep. Um. So yeah, to get right into it, I'm starting now. By the way, uh, to get right into it, yes, the car crash was insane. Uh, a a van hits this woman from behind in a mini car, and it sends this car comically flying through another car it was so comedic it's in, it was insane and <laughs> it, it, we i on we automatically started just laughing I, I couldn't believe it. i was like how the fuck did this happen yeah I she would have had to have hit it. a ramp anyway yeah she would have to fly over a ramp for this to happen because her vehicle literally took off the top of someone's car like yeah. the whole top of you know this little boy and his parents were driving in the car and they took off the whole top of the car. Yeah. And, and if that wasn't enough, th- this movie starts introducing our character just by uh, staring at people watching an eclipse. And you think this is going to matter? And, and it what it only establishes is she's kind of stupid because <laughs> she doesn't seem to know what's happening. And she parks and then slowly gets out of her car and then realizes... What's happening in the sky? What is everybody looking at? Now everyone's staring she, up into the sky. For, for a good chunk of this opening drive, she's not looking up. She's just looking at people looking up. And then she decides finally to look up. And I got to tell you, I just kept saying, does she not know what the sun is? Yeah. Does she not like know what an not eclipse is? She's stare directly into the sun. She doesn't. So she puts her sunglasses on. But still she, shouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. but still, yeah. So that's where we thought that you know the blindness was going to come in because she looked at a like a solar eclipse. Yeah, you know, just stared at it, and so we thought where she, you know, she was going to be blind from that moment on. Yeah, but no, that's not what happened. And, that's not at all what happened. <laughs> and to be honest, the movie's called Dark Glasses. Yeah. And I expected something supernatural to happen because of this eclipse. Yeah, I did too. And. Nothing comes of it. The only reason that it's called Dark Glasses is she wants to look her best. And that's a plot. (laughs) Well, she's a call girl. (laughs) She's a call girl who doesn't have a bodyguard or a gun and brings her Johns to the house. Yeah, she actually brings her Johns to her own home. Which is probably the dumbest. Well, yeah, Johns, whatever. Clients, 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 um, to her own house where she, li- I mean, they literally know where she lives. It's yes. the, she's the stupidest woman I've ever seen on, on screen. Like what is wrong yeah. with her? Who does this? Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's, I, so she doesn't get blinded by the eclipse, but she gets blinded by a brain hemorrhage that she has as a result of this accident, which was caused by her being chased by a killer. Now, after we see the opening scene of her getting out of the car and looking up at the sun, blah, blah, blah. Then it cuts to um, a call girl leaving, just a random call girl leaving a hotel. And she gets brutally murdered while she's leaving. Yeah. Find out, yes, yeah, she is a prostitute. Oh, okay. Enter the killer. He's just killing off prostitutes. Yeah. So then he starts targeting Diana, our lead. 
Okay, so the van starts chasing her. She gets into this wreck. And this little boy, his name is Chin, he's in the back seat of the other car and his parents, his father's dead, his mother's in a coma, and so he gets sent to an orphanage. So she goes to the orphanage to visit him, and it, after, right after that, they just end up together because he does not want to stay at the orphanage. Yeah. So he goes to her house and wants to stay with her. They have like a really cute, like, you know, connection, and... um I, I really like the character of Chin. I thought he was cute. But so the whole movie is basically this killer just chasing her down. I yeah. mean, just trying to kill her. But mind you, he has been in her house. Yeah, he, that seems like it was going to be set up too because yeah. he does go there as one of as her, one of her clients, clients. And she tells him to take a, a shower because he stinks like shit. And he gets mad and sits in the shower for a while, apparently. And, and by the way, we forgot... I just have to say, she has a maid. Yeah, she has a maid that was living with her. What a maid. Oh, she was high priced call girl. Apparently. Even the guy that she was with in the beginning said, um, you know, you're expensive, but you're worth it. Uh, yeah, um, but like. So, yeah, so she was making some money, and then, you know, <laughs> I guess the, the maid insulted her, called her basically, you know. Yeah, yeah, she fires her. It doesn't, yeah, yeah it, it just, she alienates everybody from her life. There's yeah. just scenes in this that I thought were definitely worth talking about. Like, she she's told she's blind, and she automatically puts sunglasses on out of nowhere. It's stuff like that that Argento does that it's almost like, has he ever seen humans before? <laughs> There's a lot of that, you I know? know? That's a problem. There was, like, no need for her to... The dark glasses thing has not a single thing to do with the plot. And there's nothing... No, but like, she just... They come out of nowhere. She automatically has... She's in a hospital bed, in bandages, in a full wrap, and she just grabs glasses out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm like, okay, how did you... What? There's also some weird stuff with the camera, where uh, there's a guy laying on a bed, and she's going to go over to the guy in the bed, but she's she's just reaching for the camera, which is yeah. up in the air. Yeah. Or this is just like it stuff... Was, you know, crazy that shots. It's Argento's like, no creativity... But also trying to do something, it, it's so odd. There's he just a lot didn't of put a lot film. of thought into it. it no. was, you know, I mean, he he's he's up there. He's 82 years old, so he's probably you know he's trying, but he doesn't want to put too much effort in. Yeah, I guess so. You know, like I, it's, it, you just got to talk about it because it's a movie, and you got to like what what is it about this what whatever. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. There's also like the killer shots of his house for no reason. We just keep finding out he does cocaine. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. He's just a killer. But, yeah, the only other thing worthy of completely talking about is at the end of this movie, because one of the plot points in this movie, she gets a dog. Uh, it helps her around the house and everything. Yeah. And uh, he's a good boy. And uh, <laughs> she just leaves him at home. I, first off, let me tell you something. If you're on the run and you have to hide, you take your dog. All I could think was... And you're blind. You definitely take your dog with you to protect you. Yeah. But all I kept thinking was they had problems filming this dog on the set. And they probably didn't want to keep doing scenes with the dog. Yeah, I think so too. Because I know that's a big problem in a lot of movies. You can tell when the dog's not around all of a sudden. You're like, oh, they must have had problems. Yeah, something. I mean, in the, in, in very crucial parts of the movie where the dog should have been there, mm -hmm. The dog wasn't there. So it wouldn't like, be over. She's running from a freaking murderer. Yeah. And she doesn't have her dog with her. Yeah. So she has this kid dragging her around, you know, and, and they're running through the woods trying to escape this killer. 
and the kid just freaking wanders off away from her and, and he leaves gets lost. her. Then they end up crawling through water in what well, they were in the the forest, and then they end up in water somehow. And there's like water moccasins in there, biting the shit out of them. Okay, <laughs> biting, trying to choke her to death. They almost look and, like eels. Yeah. Like- but I mean, even so, yeah. I, I'm sure, I am sure that they are not, you know, these two characters are not well after what just happened to them. Oh, they yeah. were getting bit by snakes. There was, it looked like there were hundreds of them in the water. And she even says, oh, we're in, we're in a uh, water snake nest, you know, and they were literally <laughs> trying to choke her. They were wrapped around her neck and everything. There's no way that these two people would be okay after that. Yeah. And they just run and run and run, and and he's this little boy's dragging her through the forest, and I mean, so many things happen in this movie. You're like, what the fuck? This, you know, they run out to the road, her and the little boy, and they're trying to escape this killer, and they flag down a car. So there's two men inside this car. The killer actually stops, sees that they're running to over to this car, and then rams into the car, and. Tries to stop them from going anywhere. Yeah, great. So then he gets out of the car, and then he actually beats the shit out of two grown men by himself. Yeah, that it was just crazy. Yeah, I, I, well, I the reason I brought up the dog was because the ending of this film, the major spoiler is the killer finally kidnaps him instead of just killing them. He decides to bring them back to his place, which he hasn't done yeah, all movie. What's the reasoning? Because um, he didn't bring any of his victims yeah. back to his place. And then at the very last moment, it also, in a, in a perfect turn of events, he's a dog person. So he takes the dogs and he took her dog. So just so it happens that she is calling out and the dog hears her and runs out. And then there's a whole thing where the dog is going to maul this guy or not. And then he just does. And I kept saying, I said to Joe, you know, I said, oh, honey, wouldn't it be great if the dog gets out and kills this guy? Because then it'll be (laughs) a couple stars for me, right? Yeah. He gets out and it happens exactly like I wanted it to, but in the worst way imaginable. Yeah. It just put, the dog pushes him down, he lays down, and then he gets his throat eaten. It, the dog comically yes. eating a, a turkey sandwich out of this comically guy's neck. Comically devours the guy's neck. It looks like. Oh my god! It looks like turkey. It, it, it's just like it's like skin of, coming off the chicken. Slabs of turkey. It, it, it's so bad. It was really, really bad. It looked very cheesy. Yeah. But the worst part about it is that this guy. The reason I told you about the, you know, him beating up the two grown men is because literally this guy, you know, when he's doing this, has the strength of like you know a giant, and he's beating up these two grown men and. He just lays down for this dog and takes... Which also seems... And another... I don't know if it's bad editing or bad filming. He also has a a knife. And they clearly show that he cuts the dog. And you even hear a yelp. Yeah. And then there's nothing happened to the dog. nothing happened to the dog. So was he cut? Whatever it was, it was terribly done. I mean, there was no blood on the knife when the knife fell on the floor. But then he was acting like something had happened to him because he was laying on the floor going, Ooh. Yeah, he just, he was just, he laid down. Yeah, it was like, it's so and this, weird. The, let the dog, you know, eat his throat. Yeah. It was just so it, bizarre. This, and, and we still gave it a five. We're, we're, I know this movie sounds crazy, but somehow it's still kind of entertaining and all this terrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, there wasn't... There wasn't that much terrible to bring it down to a four, well, you know? Do you want to also mention the last moment? 
Yeah. Because in the last <laughs> moment, she says goodbye to Chin. He goes back to Hong Kong. Yeah. And someone comes, comes and gets him on the airplane. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, some the bumbling cops that are in this movie that never really come back, they're just terrible. They go, hey, do you want a ride? She says, no. Then she walks to the airport, gets down on the ground, kisses her dog, and says, you're my only friend. And Finn. And you're like, holy shit, was that depressing. <laughs> like, this is why you give another character, because now all you could think is, she's going to go home and just kill herself. Like, this character's got nothing left. She's lost everything. <laughs> she has, she's a prostitute who can't prostitute. Right? She can't. She had one guy. There's a part where she has sex with the kid in the house with a guy. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're lucky, girl, because not only do you not know if he's scamming you out of money, he also could just rip you off or kill you in this house. You wouldn't even know. But that's the thing. She's so dumb. Yeah. She's literally bringing her guys back to her house. I mean, who does that? I mean, she's just either, like, very trusting or dumb. I shouldn't have enjoyed this as much as I did. like, And I feel weird because I don't think I enjoyed it that much. I think it was okay. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it enough to give it a five. But honestly thinking, it's probably not. It's probably way lesser. But even uh, with all this being said, uh, I didn't... I still, you know. We watched it with our, you know, we were just like... We watched it with dark glasses. Oh, yeah, I watched it after watching an eclipse. I just watched the movie. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I put, I did put my Argento glasses on. So I was expecting, you know, I was hoping for something good, Camera decent. work, something. But I was expecting something, you know, like, eh, mediocre. And that's exactly what I got. So, um, you know, but I will say this. Used very lifelike blood this time. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that, as the upgrade. ages progress, yeah. then he's progressing in his um, effects. So, you know. Yeah. There you go. Five. <laughs> Ciao. 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 Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Keep on going. Yeah. Put your back into it. Come on. You got it. You got it. Let's go. Let's go. Kill. Now kill. Now kill, now kill, now kill, now stab, now stab, now stab. Keep on, everybody keep on. Now stab, now stab, now stab, now kill, now kill. Here we go, we're heading up. Here we go now. Everybody, come on, you can do it. Keep on going, everybody, keep on pushing it. Woo, here we go. You feel the burn? Feel the burn, feel the burn, feel the burn. Now stop.